How are you guys doing today? My name is Vincent. And I'm Francis. And welcome to the bonus episode of Late Night Chill Vibes. If it's your first time listening to this podcast, this is not an actual episode. It's just a bonus episode on top of the season. And if it is your first time, this is a podcast about um, philosophy, life, and existing as human beings. And it just becomes a casual conversation. This is just a bonus episode. Again, this is not an actual episode for the season. We just want to, you know... Like catch up. Like I haven't, friends. You and I haven't talked in like, it's been like two weeks, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> two weeks. I was looking forward to this. Yeah, I, I know. Talk to my buddy, my I good know. ass friend. Yeah. It was hard without you, man. I know, dude. It's there difficult, right? There were nights. I know. It just it's it's tough. It's tough not talking to one of your best friends in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I was in a hole, man. I really was. Oh jeez. <laughs> I came out of it. I came out of it just for you, and I'm glad we did this. I'm a, I'm the better man because of it. So okay. Thank you. I really appreciate you. All I appreciate that you. Do. I appreciate that, and I appreciate you, dude. What's been going on? Like, how how is like school going on for you right now? <laughs> oh, it hurts, dude. It's terrible. Uh, nah. I'll, in all honesty, like. Today, after like my first exam, uh, I feel like after every single exam, it's just gonna be a load off. Because beforehand, I was a wreck. Like I was a mess of uh, stress and. Uh, so that was your first final was... exam done. Yes. Yeah. What today, dude? Yeah. My first one's like next Tuesday. What? What? Like okay, so when is your last exam then? Uh, it's, uh, December 19th, I think. Okay, yeah, same. Mine's, my last one was the 19th, too. Okay. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that timing for us to take that break was so perfect because literally the week after, everything started piling on. And just last week was the last week where I was like, okay, everything's, like, just finishing up now. So this week I get to chill for a little bit until friday because then i have two exams on tuesday and so like friday i'm really gonna get like deep deep into it but i get to just chill for a while relax not worry about too much so i'm excited i'm excited to chill that's nice that's nice i uh i'm excited to chill as well once this is all over man i don't know uh I, i don't know it might just be like a break where i don't do like jack and then and then just lay around all the all day and like i don't know like do you do you go into a break having a plan of what to do so that you're not spending um, it never laying around okay. i never did <laughs> i never did but thing is here's the thing though like the reason why i never did is because i always kind of left school like that and school was always for me it was you know it was really unplanned for me whatever was happening in the immediate future is what I was focusing on. But other than that, I was like never really worried about it. But like starting this semester and last semester, I really, you know, focused on scheduling all that stuff. So now that we're going into this break and like we don't have a podcast to work on till like January and we're going into this break and I have nothing to do. So it's, I don't know, I guess it's going to be kind of weird. Um, I have, I, I realize that I do have things to do actually. Because last summer I started this like uh, course thing on lead, which is like a 
if you're in the building world like it's just the standard for having green buildings and uh i started this course where like i get certified in knowing and having knowledge over that and i didn't finish it because um because it was a lot to do and i started another course during that summer and uh a friend was going to do like both things with me do the lead course and that course but then and the and the and the surveying course which is what i was doing over the summer uh, as well but then um what ended up happening happening was all of, all of my buddies who were going to do the surveying course they just dropped because they didn't want to deal with that that summer but i just stayed there and so like i i was i had to drop doing one of them and obviously since you know the surveying course was like something uh something where the classes were on zoom and they were they were paid for and uh i had to write reports like i had to drop this lead thing so then i'm trying to do that right now because all i have to do is take a test for it but um yeah but i really want to relax though and um i don't know if you know this but like the the university has extended the winter break by a week because of oh. uh, mental health reasons i don't know if that happened to you guys too but yeah that happened to us yeah. and a bunch of others um i want to check about that because i know that they sent an email about something something about the winter semester but i just figured it was some covid update but um i do remember hearing from my aunt that the winter semester is extended um in bc i know that for sure it's in bc i don't know if it's in alberta too um but okay okay so i just want to bring up the topic of covid real quick because um, obviously the second wave is happening and, you know, the extension for, um, not gathering has extended to after the new years. Uh, what are you, what, what are your thoughts on that? I, I think it, it's necessary. <laughs> I think people got to stay inside cause I don't want to, I don't want to be in a world where people are just dying because of stupidity. Honestly, we're, better than <laughs> that, I love know? that. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, um, it's it's so preventable just don't go outside and don't be stupid with your right with your with your movement and and stuff like that and uh you know people still are and i heard from my mom recently that they're getting fined like thousands of dollars for 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 gathering so uh you know if you're not gonna if you're not gonna be smart with your movement then uh then stuff's gonna happen to you so i guess yeah like guess what's what's such a simple solution the world somehow gives it such a complicated task. Like, yeah. They made it feel like it's so complicated, but it, it just it's so simple. Like don't do don't throw a party, don't go to parties, don't go to public events, don't do any social gathering. It's it, it's so simple. Just stay at home, watch some Netflix. Like I know we've been doing this for well, m- most people or I mean a good number of people have, have been doing this for the past 10 months, but it's those good number of people are being inf- affected. By the bad number of people because i mean they're saying second wave is always inevitable it's always inevitable they're always saying that but i mean it doesn't have to be this bad like i know that it, i feel like the second wave is usually uh, worse i guess that's what the research shows but but we have the knowledge to not make it worse we have the ability to not do that but we somehow still do it and i don't understand because i feel like people uh use the word freedom in this kind of in this context and i think it's the wrong context this is not a matter of freedom in my opinion this is a matter of 
like science. This is this is science, yo. Like there's not there's not much to it. Just don't do dumb stuff. That's it. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. What is the drive? Like why why would people need to go see each other to such an to such a degree that like they go outside despite all of the warnings and everybody saying that it's such a bad Dude. idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Yo, I don't know. I haven't I have an answer to this. There's no I don't have any um evidence to back it up or anything like that. But I just feel like it's a feeling and the feeling is invincible. You know, people just feel invincible. Mm. Uh despite everything, despite the evidence just people just feel invincible. That's my answer. I don't know. Like, have you thought of something? Have you thought of an answer for this yet? <laughs> uh, not really. But I feel you. I feel you. Um, when I was going out, when it was happening, and like, to, you know, to study, and uh, I thought like it would never happen to me because I'm with a group of people and we're just you know chilling out and nobody's nobody's got it, so you know it shouldn't be a problem. But obviously. When you're when you're outside and you're doing activities with groups of people who uh like like for example like when I'm going out when I went out to go study I'd I'd still we'd still have plans to like go to restaurants and stuff to to go like buy like food and and stuff and then um you know like there's always the opportunity but we never think about that we just think like yeah, we're just doing what we usually do and it's not going to affect us, but I don't know. Yeah. yeah we do feel invincible. I totally agree with that. Um, you know, that's like a lot of people might be like, oh, I like we're a little bit hypocritical for saying that. But to be fair, um, like w- that's the minimal, like those are minimal things. Like we're not going to parties or anything. Like studying, like social distancing and studying with friends, it's not even that bad. Like for example, me, I'm going, I'm going back to Edmonton this January, and Edmonton and Alberta is kind of like a hot spot right now for COVID. And I know there's like talks in my family of um, trying to get me to stay for an extra maybe month or so, but um, there's still that factor of feeling invincible. You know, like I want to go to Edmonton really bad. Like I want to, you know, get away from the house now because I feel like I should. Um, not fall into the habit of like my lifestyle in high school where I kind of just rode along, but I just feel like I just want to have that uh, feeling of independence in some kind of way. Uh, so this kind of going back to Edmonton has that invincible factor too, where the safer move is to stay here in Terrace. But part of me is just like, screw it. Let's just go. Let's just go back. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. It's because we're in that stage in our lives where it's just so inconvenient that this is happening. Yeah. Because right now it's, it's when we're got, we're out there and we're like on our own sort of and we're just trying to find our way without really having a safety net. Um, and that's the, that's exhilarating and that's fun. But, you know, you can't really do that when there's a virus that's like. <laughs> step. So, oh man. Yeah, it's tough. And, you know, there's like times when uh, at home you're trying to kind of kind of do that, even though you're at home, even though you're with your family you're trying to find that kind of independence. And uh, I've found that actually in my own experience that how I achieved that was just trying to be on my own most of the day. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, you know, just trying to be a little bit separate for, for 
you know, a good portion of the day and trying to like find my own way. And, um, yeah, from, I guess that experience, it's just been really hard. <laughs> Does it end up working out for you though? Like trying to, um, get a time block where this is like for me, even though you're still in the same house, like leave me alone for a little bit. Like, let me, let me do me for a little bit. Do you, is it difficult in your house to do that? Uh, I'd say so. There's yeah. always like sounds that enter your field of auditory uh, <laughs> yeah. perception, I guess. Yeah. It's like, it's like, you know, you're trying to isolate yourself and you're trying to, you're trying to be your own, be your own kind of individual by just chilling out on your own. And then you hear like, <laughs> you hear like your dad's videos on the side, your brother talking to his friends in the other room, like people, people cooking and like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh man <laughs> yeah oh man no i for me like the biggest difficulty is the responsibilities that end up coming like with staying at home for example um walking my dog if i was in edmonton that wouldn't be my responsibility although like i don't really see it as a responsibility i see it kind of like a time of you know hanging out with my dog go for a walk but um it's stuff like that stuff that you normally wouldn't have to do if i was you know in another place where i i mean i should be in another place but i just can't uh, driving around like today I had to do a quiz albeit like the the quiz didn't it's not due for another like five hours but I f- ended up finishing it I just like to have my day the first half of my day is school dedicated to school then the last six hours I can do whatever I want but even still because of like the living situation and who can drive and like who would rather drive and all the all the chores that come with it I end up those first half of my day, like two hours of that ends up going to, you know, grocery shopping, like what, what happened today and all that stuff. So that's like my biggest difficulty, but it's, uh, it's not really that bad. It's just inconvenient. Like what you said. So, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be tough, especially, especially since, you know, COVID is going to make it hard for us to become independent eventually because the economy, it's like, it's going to be feeling the, the hurt for a little bit longer after even after COVID is gone so i don't know finding a job being truly independent it's going to be kind of difficult for us uh so i guess i don't know in a way in a way we're surviving and and uh since our goal is like to have that independent sort of mindset and kind of finally be be free to do our own thing and figure things out on our own uh like this this shows us that we can't really do that but slowly i know that since uh since that's where our goal is slowly it's gonna slowly it's gonna be it's going to be showing itself like in our lives i guess yeah i I don't know no i i agree and like there's something that something comes up uh, in my mind when you you said economics and all that stuff i I know you love talking about economics because it's such an interesting topic but um i so i did a class or i'm in a class right now where we had to do we had to make a website called uh, on wordpress and everything it's i'm pretty proud of the website i mean it's it's not that good we just really use a template but we presented and you know when we talk in our presentation we talk about covid19 and um uh, ai because ours our topic is the future of work uh, and thinking about what's been happening in the world, I I ended up writing this kind of like this beautiful piece. I know, I I know for a fact I didn't come up with this, and I 
I know I heard it from somewhere. I just don't remember what it was. So I kind of just rephrased it to how I remember. Um, I don't know if it's from a movie or a book or a TV show or, or a video or a podcast or whatever, but I'm just going to like read what I remember and I wrote in the website because it really applies to what's happening in the world. Okay. So every day something happens that changes the whole world and the people that live on it. Most of the time it goes unnoticed but quietly plays a role. On more rare days, things happen that change it in dramatic, noticeable ways. A change that flips the world upside down and makes the world of today unrecognizable to the world of yesterday. But the world upside down is just the same world at a different angle. I I love that because um, if you think about all the troubles that we're ha- that's happening right now, it's probably happened in the past. And although the world looks all disoriented, or I mean... Uh, disfigured and upside down or whatever it's just the same world it's just at a different angle you just got to look at it differently (laughs) like for headspace uh when i when i meditate and use that app um they always say that the mind goes through so many different phases and thoughts will come and they'll go and they'll become really intense and sometimes you're going to fixate on some of the thoughts that you have but your mind is still just your mind and once you realize that, uh, you could always come back to the present moment and realize that whatever's going on isn't isn't really that important when it comes to just your experience, like your experience of life. And that like, that's just it. You have to really just uh, realize that your experience is 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 the most important thing because it's it's like it's true it's true because it's not it's not related to you or your thoughts or something that you create in your mind like like a made up like a made up kind of story it's 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 there it's right in front of you it's universal it's what other people are feeling too and it's it's real and it's life and I feel like when you said that the world is just uh, wh- whatever happens to the world, like crazy shit that happens in the world, it's always just the world at different angles. I feel like it's the same yep. with how your mind is and how we all just have the same experience that we have to tap into rather than going into our mind and like really associating with those unhealthy thought processes that go on all the time. Yeah, I feel like most people, I feel like most people know that. I feel like most people know that, but not not a lot of people understand it. I think it really um, takes experience or some kind of experience or even someone else talking to you about it for you, like for someone to really understand like what that means. And I think it's so hard to understand that kind of stuff because all the stuff that's in front of you, like immediately, it makes it look like the world is different. You know what I mean? Like you go through all these things and it just makes it seem like the world or like your worldview is changing and different but in reality it's um it's just the immediate future it just scares people you know and, and there's so many other things that you could be that everyone that you could be looking at but whatever is in front of you right now kind of screws up that kind of thing oh uh, that's that's how i feel but it, it just it just takes someone else's voice or you know your own experience or like an an experience that changes that that makes it from just knowing it to understanding it you know yeah I mean? 
Yeah, definitely. Like I, I understand that, um, that it takes time, obviously, to, to, to develop this sense of like, uh, awareness. I think. It's, it's, it's hard because, because when you're thinking about the immediate future, like you said, it's really scary, and when you're thinking in terms of just experiences, and, um. I think like like associating with associating the the experiences that you have now with those scary future thoughts because it's all in the same reality uh it's like it's tough on somebody's mind and it really just it's not it's not uh i guess it's not good for the long term it's not very sustainable because <laughs> if you're always thinking like that it's like oh man I don't know. It's like it's it, it's like one of those things that chips away at you until until you're just kind of too tired to get up in the morning or too tired to do stuff. And um, I think I think it's good to realize that what's right in front of you doesn't have to be associated with with anything. It's just it's just what it is. It's just like an experience. It's just like it's just there and. Uh, that everybody who you know or everybody in the world in general is just experiencing life the same way that you are um and that it's just that not really not really attached to any of the budget that's going on the future like the thoughts of anything that's going on it's just it's just that it's just what it is and and like and i remember when when you when you like kind of prompted this whole like impromptu kind of thing it was like uh uh it, it was it was me wanting to say something about what i learned from the meditation app which was that uh early in like the kind of lesson lesson series that i was that i was kind of participating in or you know uh learning there was this idea of the i the somebody's identity and how you kind of associate your identity to this feeling of change and saying that whenever you feel like something changes or 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 when your experience shows you some really significant change you think about identity because uh, you realize that the changes that you go through affect you to such a degree that you can't have your identity fixed to fight what's going on around you. You have to kind of let it, you kind of got to let it flow because it's painful when you try and associate yourself with something that is fixed, but the world is changing and everything is changing. So so once you once you think about identity in like a you know in a small kind of way in like just a you know r you know a realization like a you know like a uh i don't know just a thought i guess or just a reminder once something changes in your life or once changes occur and they don't even have to be big changes like uh i don't know as a, as an example you could say like 
you have this snack in your cupboard for all the days of the week until this certain day where it's not there anymore and you're like oh here's a here's a minor change and you go back to like identity and you think like i'm not going to let this piss me off because <laughs> i really like this snack i'm just gonna say you know it's a change and that changes changes happen and that you know i associate an identity in a sense with changes because i'm not going to be the same all the time i'm just gonna let myself flow and um, I kind of want to talk about that, the word identity for Zach. In this, in the podcast so far, we've talked about identity a lot. I feel like um, at least half of our episodes, the word or the kind of hint at identity has come up. Um, for most part, it's been that kind of hard-hitting, like, ending statement. It's like, it's your identity. Like, you got to be proud of who you are and all that stuff. But the more I think about it, Okay, I want to ask you, what do you think is more important, identity or character? Uh, yeah, I think character is definitely, I think that character is definitely more important. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I agree. Okay, why? I want to ask you first. Why do you think character is more important than identity? Uh, I think character is more important because it's, it's immediate and it's how you get your ideas across just the way that you are and i love this thing that uh i was i was watching a lot of dave Chappelle actually (laughs) he's such a good comedian right he's the goat he's the goat everybody says oh my goodness he's the best and i i kind of understand like like oh man it's crazy because he was being groomed not 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 in a sense where he didn't like it or that it was it was I don't know it was it was some of this something that was out of his control at a young age but at a young age I think he was taught the importance of having a voice especially being uh especially being black and like growing up in a in a society where he has to kind of be in this hostile environment which I think is his words once uh when he was talking about this um so like in one of his specials what he said was that his mom taught him uh you have to be sometimes you have to be a lion to be the lamb that you really are sometimes you have to be a lion to be the lamb okay yeah yeah. i get that so then in terms of character it's like it's like showing showing that you have a strong you have a strong voice and that you can roll with the punches so that at the end of the day you teach people humanity and like and like being kind of a softer individual so that so that people aren't pressured to do to do you know to do things be in shitty situations and just really have like a more of a a softer world <laughs> and like he was saying the craziest thing like i love i love that he kind of made his whole craft relate to something that's like something that's been like such a big issue especially now because of all the news and everything um and and all the you know 
and all, all the things that you can and can't say. He says that you have to, uh, okay, what did he say? I'll try and word this properly, but like, like he said that he doesn't want the future to be scared to be wrong. And that's how he does his comedy. He does it like in a way that's very unapologetic. Like he, he knows that he's going to offend some people, but in doing so, he allows the future generation to, to, to not be scared anymore, to be, to be able to say what they need to say. And by doing so kind of makes everything come out in the open so that we can build a better world. Because the problem right now is that everybody is kind of scared and, and afraid that they're going to get railed on, even though they're trying to do the right thing. And, uh, and that's a problem. Like we have voices. I feel like it's, it's like, it's a really big problem in Canada, I think. And I just, I just have that, I have that opinion. It's a strong opinion inside of me that I don't know, like hasn't really come out much because it's like, let's hear this exclusive because Canada is, is hard. It's like, it's hard because we're a very, uh, like just say it, man. Say we're soft. Ham? Say it. We are. <laughs> okay. We're, we're soft. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I was trying to find the words, but yeah, <laughs> we're soft. We can't, we can't say our opinions because it's of uncorrectness. And I can see this yep. in the class and the Zoom classes. Nobody yep. even asks questions because we're afraid of like yep. saying the wrong thing. And like, and, and, and the direct relation to that on the benefits of our life is that we don't know what's going on. We don't know what's going on if nobody says anything and, and it's a big problem. I don't know how we're going to fix that, but what Dave Chappelle says is that you have to be a lion in a sense to be able to say what you need to say, even though it's wrong so that by the end of it, you're formed and, 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 and okay. <laughs> and you can be a lamb. <laughs> you could just chill out and be like, a softy. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So I, there's so many things I want to talk about. Okay. I'm going to, uh, for the people real quick, for the people that's listening to this, this was totally like, there was no plan for this. We just came into a call and just started talking. So whatever we say, it's mostly un incomplete thoughts or you, most of the time when we make an episode, we have thoughts written down and stuff we know we want to talk about, but this is kind of these bonus episodes are just, they're, they're going to be everywhere. There's no real plan or structure. There's no complete thoughts. There might be there might be complete thoughts, but most of the time it's going to be pretty incomplete. But so, okay. So I want to say I, I agree with you when you say character is more important than identity because identity, um, for identity to happen, for the, you to have your identity, your character needs to be um, developed or I mean developing. When you're developing your character, your identity kind of follows with it. It's just a little bit later, I feel like. Um, when you do certain things, your character, you're developing your character, uh, then there's other people will see your identity as this kind of person or this guy's this kind of person and he does these kind of things. But it's all built off of your character because your character is, you know, it's something that's it's immediate. You can act on that, like on your beliefs, your morals, that builds character and ultimately ultimately that that feeds into into your identity and your life and all that stuff but um 
if we move on to like how uh, challenging society, the way that Dave Chappelle does by his comedy or whatever he says, um, what's that? The thing that you posted, the Borat guy, what's his name? Yeah, so that, that video he posted on your Instagram, um, I don't remember exactly what he was talking about, but I remember that he brought up this idea of challenging society, uh, challenging the normals, the now normal, uh, because in, in a more direct way, he was basically saying, I feel like he was basically saying that we're becoming like soft to a point where there's where we're becoming this like-minded thing too scared to open up another box. You know, we're we're saying, we're agreeing on all these things and we're just saying, this is wrong. If you do this, you're going to get canceled. If you say this, uh, you're politically, you're, you're, you're wrong. You're going against everything we've talked about so far. But I think there's value in being wrong. And even if you are wrong, there's, I mean, sorry, there's value of being outside of the box. Because obviously you're thinking of things differently. You're saying things differently. You're, you're going about your whole life differently. Um, whether it's right or wrong, there's value in it. Because it's making you, you know, unique. It's, you're standing out. Um, even, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. But, you know, like I feel like, I feel like the, the softer we're becoming, the less we're challenging everything else. I don't like that. I don't like how we just we just accept things or cancel someone because we feel that it's correct to be like that. I I don't know. I don't like it. We're becoming a bunch of bitches. <laughs> yeah, it actually is, and it's so annoying. Like this, I hate this so... cancel culture so much. You know about this cancel culture, right? It's yeah. garbage. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. Uh, I don't know where it comes from. Honestly, it's. It's something that is uh, is not understood. We don't want to feel bad. I get it. Um, I don't want to feel bad. I don't like when I'm attacked. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, but I don't know. It's it's part of it is knowing that it's not it's not. Part of it is knowing that you have to have a spirit. You have to have something that, that's that's pushing, that's pushing you forward, and and allowing you to to say fuck you to the things that make you feel bad, and and just going along with who you are, and just being proud of being something that can make changes in the world yeah the thing is like i feel that it's it's tough to do that it's tough i know uh i know in the episodes we've talked about you know celebrating yourself and all that stuff but i understand it's tough it's so it's difficult to do that when there's so many things that could go wrong you know it's like someone calling you out for doing something quote-unquote wrong or you're not doing this right it should be like this um and it's tough it's tough to stand out and be unique because of all those um, now s s norm, the, all the normals or, uh, you know, cancel cultures happening and all that stuff. It's annoying, but um, I don't know. I'd say is still be yourself regardless. 
find your little circle and just be happy with your circle. It doesn't mean you have to be, it doesn't mean everyone has to like you. I feel like, I feel like that's a, you have to be okay with people not liking you and just be happy with the people that do like you because, you know, they like you for you. It's difficult in this kind of world because of all those people not liking you and just could be, you know, it's mass communication at this point. Like anyone can be canceled at any moment in time. So, I don't know. People who do that are just built off of hate, you know? And I hate that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. It's kind of crazy. Like, thinking about it now, um, being stupid is a real luxury. Right? And, like, (laughs) (laughs) and it's, it's so... It's so funny to think about like when we were younger we we did a bunch of stupid shit and we didn't really care and I wish I wish more people were like that. I don't I'm not saying that I'm I'm condoning anybody who's like r- really got a stupid streak going on like <laughs> and people especially in power, you know what I mean? <laughs> like I I don't condone that, but but I'm saying like if you have a spirit and it can push through all of the things that make people like push through the feelings of not wanting to get up in the morning those kinds of feelings if you have the spirit that kind of pushes through all of that no matter what um and i was looking at a movie yesterday which kind of is the perfect embodiment of this whole like phenomenon which is the room or sorry the disaster artist have you seen this movie uh that the james franco guy yeah i love james franco yeah yeah it's about the uh the guy the director who went to hollywood and produced his own movie it was terrible but people loved it because it was like a cult it was a cult classic kind of thing terrible movie but people loved it because he didn't care he he just he just did it and he felt like he was doing what he was do- what he was doing was right and i love how people can get behind that even though it sucks people get behind the story the idea of somebody who doesn't care that people have have the ability to make you not get out of bed in the morning you know i don't know how to explain it better than that like and i feel like having people who have that is really important because it teaches us uh to have a spirit and to really go forward out there and try and change the world especially if we have like something worth saying something something good you know the first the very first thing you said in that in that little bit there was uh the whole kids thing like like we used to the way we used to think about stuff as we were kids and how there should be to some extent we should be thinking like that you know, I feel like the stuff that people end up doing in their life or the people um, that have the spotlight on them, they do stuff, but I feel like we dig too into it sometimes. Um, for example, uh, Justin Bieber, he just he came out with a song about a month or so ago called Lonely, and it was such a good song. It was such a powerful song because it speaks about all the people who criticized him for being a kid. And people were just looking way too deep into it, you know? At the time when he was, I don't know, like 16 or 18 or whatever, he did all these, you know, pretty pretty dumb things, you know? Like, it's not, it was not smart. But people were looking too far into it and going like, 
man, this guy's not going to go anywhere with his life. He's Look at the stuff he does now. Um, another thing that comes into mind, okay, uh, TV shows. We talk about TV shows a lot, so I just feel like we. Sh- I'm just going to bring it up now. Have you seen the show Parks and Recreation? Uh, Yeah, like a couple episodes at the start, but I didn't really get into it. Um, yeah, so there's a character, his name is Ben in the show, and he... He becomes a mayor of this town when he was 18, and he did, he did an event like this ice, ice thing event that caused the whole town to go bankrupt, and the whole town hates him. And fast forward to 12 years to where the the show like starts or where he ends up in the show, uh, they talk about he talks about it a lot, and you know we do, we do things, um, when we're younger or even when we're older. There's no real there's nothing really deep to look into, you know, the people doing all this cancel culture and ha, honestly, I don't know where I was going with this. What were we even talking about? <laughs> I don't, rem- <laughs> don't remember. Yeah. Um, like, huh? Yeah. It's something to think about. Cause when, when I think people are just searching for, for ways to be better. And maybe that's why, there's uh there's that whole there's that whole count cancel culture movement because underlying all of these terrible acts of making people's spirits go down the drain <laughs> which is what i think is which is what i think like people people do when they when they partake in these these acts um i think underlying that whole that whole uh activity of doing that is a is like an idea of trying to make people better by negative reinforcement but it ultimately it's by making people better <laughs> but i don't think that's like the best way of doing it i um i like that you keep using the word spirit because it reminds me of um this whole idea of spirit logic and reason i think i think that's what it is I don't remember it as a logic, but spirit, logic, and reason. We'll just call it that. Whereas spirit is that, it's that push. It's that want to go. Let's do this. Like, let's keep going. Um, let's do whatever. Logic is that, well, hold on. Well, if we do that, we'll do this. If we do this, then we'll end up going here. And then reason is that in-between stage where it looks at both and it decides, like, how you can compensate or how you can, you know, do all that stuff. I feel like, people um people are usually either spirit or logic you know like they're always they work off their spirit or they work off their logic and and some people kind of mix the two between reason or sorry they mix um they think it's spirit equals reason or logic equals reason when in reality it's reason that's in between um i think it's difficult to live in that reason because people's spirits for something for a topic that's really that they're really passionate about uh they they when they use that spirit to drive that passion or drive um whatever it is they forget the logic that comes with it and the the reasoning so i don't know i don't know what i'm trying to say here is just i just like that you keep using spirit because it just brings that uh, that question up like why do we like why do we act on spirit so much you know yeah that's that's true i like i like that logic 
uh, topic that you brought up because it's it's really important sometimes because if you act and you don't know what you're doing and it's really really not conducive to any sort of progress then logic is needed a hundred percent but I feel like too much logic is not good um, it's got to be soft and harsh words are never never a good thing that's why we have comedians because <laughs> they give logic and they make you laugh so you don't feel bad about getting freaking flamed or whatever <laughs> and it's a great it's a great thing and it's tact you know it's tact it's uh you know we, we said like i said this before like tact is uh according to churchill it's like telling somebody to go to hell but making them look forward to the journey <laughs> and uh if we had more people like that i feel like i don't know the world would be such a good place because then we'd know where we're going we'd have like we'd have clear objectives but we wouldn't feel like it'd take the world in order to achieve these things. It'd take a bunch of spirit to achieve these things because it's easy. Because people just people just, just kind. They give you encouragement, even though it's uh it's crit it's criticism at the end of the day. But it's encouraging criticism. I I just want to move on to a completely different topic, just to, you know, end it off in like a I guess positive or chill. Uh, no, um, any any uh, TV shows or anything that you've or movies you've seen lately? I watched Indiana Jones with my uh, my brother and my mom. All of them? No, just just uh, the one with the chalice. <laughs> I haven't the seen arc. any of them. So no, not the arc. What was it? The I don't know. The one with the chalice, the one with the the cup that Jesus drank out. <laughs> well, Wait, uh, that's a uh, yo! I didn't know that was a, a thing. Yeah, no, it's a. Uh, what are they called? Yo, they're coming out with a fifth movie for this show, for this series. Twenty twenty two, yeah. Whoa. Oh shoot! Yeah. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Um, uh, yeah. Okay, I want to talk about Parks and Rec. I think if you like The Office. I'm going to be completely honest. If you like The Office, I think you will like Parks and Rec a little bit. More. <laughs> That's just my take on it. I, Your opinion has really changed on this show. I yeah, dude. So here's here's my thing. I love The Office. Okay, I love it. It used to be my number one favorite show, and then and then I watched um, The Good Place. That took a spot, and then New Girl. I started realizing it's a lot better. Then then I watched Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec, the first three seasons, it's meh. It's meh. It's like if you watch the first three seasons and you don't watch the fourth one, you're going to like leave it. You're going to leave watching the show with a bad taste in your mouth. Like it's a it's a meh show. But then the last four, I think four seasons, the last four seasons is so good. Like what The Office failed in the last few seasons, that show like really hit the nail in the last four seasons. In my opinion, like The Office, excluding season one of The Office, season two, three, four, and five are like the four 
of the nine seasons, those are like the only really good seasons. The season that Jim and Pam get married, and then the season after that, um, what's his name? Michael Scott leaves, and then it's just a whole mess for the last like four seasons. It's garbage, in my opinion, the last four seasons. I love that show, but the last four seasons were kind of ass. Okay. But Parks and Rec, from from the first three seasons, it's meh, it's alright, it's not like special, but man, I'm telling you, I I honestly think I like it more than The Office. Whoa, alright, It's, all it's right. a hot take. I know Office is beloved. I will get into it. Yeah, I, I was feeling that same kind of vibe in the beginning and it put me off, but... Yeah. yeah yeah it's... what what made you go back into it after those shitty seasons so <laughs> i want to okay. know what happened was i i saw potential in the show um because i was like okay there's a reason why they came up with seven seasons there's a reason why so whatever that reason is if it's not in the first season it has to be in the last season you know what i mean like if a show doesn't do well in the first season it has to and there and if there's seven seasons. That means the last few seasons have to be really good. And I was I I came I went into it thinking that the first three seasons I'm like man it's taking a long time for this show to be good. And the fourth season I was like oh shit this show is good. And then it just kept going. And the last season, it's exactly what The Office should have done, but they didn't do it. It's the same creators. It's the same people that made The Office. So it's like it's almost in a way they learned from their mistakes, but they didn't. I feel like the first three seasons was like a setup. They were setting up for the last ones. I watched Interstellar. Interstellar lately, first time actually. Have you seen it? I have. I love it. I loved it. Actually. Yeah. It yeah. Was really. I think it was. I think it was cool. What did you think about it, was, it? I thought it was cool too. I liked it. I was impressed. Like, if I if I. I mean, I'm not a director. I don't know anything. I don't know that much about movies. I just like talk about them. But I probably would have gone a different direction. But I, I still loved it. I still, yeah. I thought it was great. The production value was kind of amazing. Uh, if we don't, if you guys don't hear from us before the Christmas, before Christmas and New Year's, just have a Merry Christmas, everyone, and Happy New Year's. Yeah. Yes. You have anything to add to yes. that? <laughs> Uh, enjoy your time, everybody. Love yourselves. Mm, it's important. Be, uh, be good. Uh, the uh, yeah, just that. Exactly that. <laughs> okay, uh, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Late Night Chill Vibes. I'm your host Vincent, and I'm Francis. And thank you for stopping by for our bonus episode. Happy New Year's. Hope you liked it. Happy New Year's.